Talking Heads? Oh, okay. Is that from that show? No, that's one of their old songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. We still have to watch that show. Uto- is Swamp? Utopia. Song it is. Anyway, look, we'll have our private conversations in private. <laughs> this is Stay F. Homekins. Your, your Pandodcast. We your Pandod. Pandemcast. Oh, <laughs> Nell. Hey in the wind. Hey, Chickapay. Um, Chickapay, everyone. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We're a married couple living in, in quarantine. In our isolation. I never, I never know to say quarantine or not. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> cares anymore. And this is Stay at Homekins, the show we thought we wouldn't Would be, be doing. Done. Anymore. We're stuck at home. We had recording equipment. This is how we do it once a week. Free for <laughs> you. <laughs> we just sit here and talk on our Friday night. We're date. compelled to do it. <laughs> we gotta do it. We are stuck here on our date night. Uh, it's starting to sound like something else now. This is not what I was singing earlier. Yeah, what did, but it sounds familiar, though. Does it? Uh, uh, it that sounds now the... it's veering away from familiarity. Mm, mm. Mm. Okay, here um, we go. We're both j- just a little note to the listener. <laughs> we're both exhausted today. We're tired. We both had. Crazy. We each had individual without giving too many details. We didn't leave our homes this week, by the way. We didn't leave our homes this week. But that, I mean. Like we that's didn't not go true. For a I ran. Walk. We did ran, ran essential. I did. Ha- I had to run an. You a ran couple an essential, essential errand. Yeah. I did not. No, you did walk to the liquor store. With <laughs> well, we covered essential errands. And it was uh, they. It was the Mega Millions, and I had to get a Mega, <laughs> Mega Millions. Y'all, we Y'all. Did, did not get up into some trouble them with the girls, Mega Millions. Some girls didn't win the lottery tonight. <laughs> no one won. No one won? Well, tonight there is another drawing, so someone could have won tonight, but not on Tuesday. Mm. No one won that one. Mm. That didn't make me, like, happier. I wasn't like, "Uh, no, I couldn't win, therefore no one can win. I was happy about it. I was happy no one won. Come on. I don't want there to be winners and losers. I want us all to be equal all the time. Are you sure about that? (laughs) Yes. If everyone were equal all the time. Oh, shit. You're about to drop a heavy philosophical thing on me? If everyone were equal all the time, Mm -hmm. would equality feel as triumphant? We wouldn't know what it was. Exactly. (laughs) Well, then what would people... So if everyone, so what is, would you strive for? If everyone is equal and we don't have a concept of equality, we just know that we all get the same thing. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. You get what you get, and you don't. get Well, upset. why would you get upset? Because everyone gets the same thing. That's an ex exactly. But we wouldn't ever be upset. So you're so you're saying it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying good or bad. Mm-hmm. All things being equal, 
all things are equal. Uh-huh. I'm neutral. What? I'm neutral about it. <laughs> I'm neutral about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was that? You're a little Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah, it was a little. I'm neutral about it. <laughs> all things being equal. Isn't that nuts? He was on that boat that Nally Wood died on. Yeah. Will we ever know the truth? What the fuck? Something that was mm something. That was mm something. Something. There's a fight or something. Anyway, y'all, <laughs> we had an amazing fun giveaway. Oh, we're jumping right into the giveaway. Exciting. Oh, why should we build suspense on who the recipient, the winners are? I What's honestly better? don't know. I've never done a giveaway before. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Here's why I had to do it now is I was worried I'd forget. I respect that. <laughs> okay. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Look, we're just going to do it. Here's what we did. We, look, we're partners with Kinship Goods. They do all our merch. We love them. They're an amazing um, graphic design shop that sells like the nicest, coziest, best gifts, shirts, sweatshirts, glasses, Every, they have amazing stuff on their website. They're based out of Charleston, West Virginia. Fun trivia. <coughs> I was born in, not Kinship Goods, because it wasn't there at the time, Charleston, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. That's where my people are from. <laughs> <laughs> my kin, my kin are from the mountain. The holler. <laughs> Only that's like the capital of the state, so it's not so much the holler. <laughs> Although I don't know if y'all know this or not, but there's this um I don't know if y'all heard of this the dancing outlaw Jessica White. <laughs> y'all know about him? <laughs> I forgot about him. Remember him? The reason I know about him was before things could go viral online, things would go viral through VHS tapes mm-hmm. being passed around. Yes. That was like a thing. Yes, yes, yes. That's like for Gen X, whatever. Yeah. And this guy, Jessica White, who's from Boone County, West Virginia, which is the same county that my dad's family is from. My mm-hmm. dad. So, so this tiny, I don't know, coal mining town whitesville west virginia is where my dad's from where my grandparents had a store there it was called had ads blah 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 anyway this video store went or video tape went around about this guy jessica white who's a real character and he was like the last living mountain clogger Mm -hmm. okay and he also had like a huffing problem (laughs) (laughs) do you don't remember that That was part of it. <laughs> anyway, I was just giving you a little background on my... This is the same county. <laughs> I'm laughing because you put it on par with being the last living mountain clogger. <laughs> also, he had a huffing problem. Well, he talks about like his hallucinations and yeah. like Elvis and a snake and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like this insane coda to the story where I guess... Because at the time, Roseanne Barr Bar, yeah. 
was still married to Tom Arnold, and they. This is after she was Rosanna Nassis. Then she became Roseanne Bar Arnold. Then Roseanne Barnold. <laughs> then just Roseanne. Then she went back to Roseanne Barr. I don't know. They discovered him. I guess it. This is why people hate Hollywood liberals. <laughs> because they insert themselves in all this shit all the fucking time. I guess they somehow. Maybe they got a VHS tape like I did. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They can't leave. I'm going to go off on Hollywood liberals for a minute. I'm going to get to the winners go in a off, second queen. with our queenship goods yeah. co- collabs. <laughs> I like it. So here's the thing. Why can't we just have our own weirdness? Like, why can't it just exist and be celebrated? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And the reason I say this is because. I don't know. They got involved somehow and they're in the second film documentary with him and somehow inserted themselves in their his world and Right. I don't know if it brought good things to his life or bad things. I mean, I can't imagine it brought good things. I don't know. Maybe it did. You don't think that you think it further damaged the Huffing dancer's life? I just don't understand that whole. So, I guess my this is leading me to my second point is which is that movie, The Room, was a thing. <laughs> okay. The movie, The Room, was a thing. And, like, I'd heard about it back right when the guy, Tommy Wiseau, whose movie it was, was, like, having these screenings in Hollywood. And a friend of mine had a friend who was in an acting class with Tommy Wiseau. Mm-hmm. And this friend of mine who knows I, like, esoteric shit but just like he does um was like you got to see this movie the room it's pure magic and i was like i don't know you know blah blah blah. and then we discovered the room like a lot of people did. it was like this sort of like cult underground thing and then hollywood fucking liberals had to go and get involved and insert themselves into the room and turn it into, like, there was a f- spread in Entertainment Weekly. And, and then they're, like, inter- t- uh, interviewing uh, Elizabeth Banks and Paul Rudd about, you know, mm. how... And it's like, uh, excuse me. W- uh, we were into the room before y'all were into the room. Yes. And then... We liberals who live in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in, we're into it before you Hollywood liberals. We Hollywood liberal, and I was living in Hollywood, so I guess you were literally. I was literally living in. Okay, but then they like made that movie, The Disaster Artist, which of course we all went to go see and everything. Mm. But like, did it help Tommy Wiseau out? I don't know. Should it have? (laughs) I mean, it was like he had this sort of like weird thing. Anyway, my point is, Dancing Outlaw, Roseanne and Tom Arnold. The room, James Franca, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? To be fair, just have a thing. Be a thing. Be his, a thing on its own. His weird thing was being bad at making movies. Mm-hmm. Not huffing. Is that <laughs> not, what you're saying? Not 
<laughs> You're saying because of the huffing. Well, element. I'm saying his weird thing is not like a skill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Kind of was. He though. wasn't the last remaining bad filmmaker. <laughs> he was a he. I don't know if he's still alive. I have to look up. Tommy was out. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. I'm saying he was a good clogger. He was a good clogger. Uh, my point is, I was born in West Virginia. That's okay. my point. Kinship Goods That's is really our. That's really what the point is. Kinship Goods is our merchandising partner. Our merchandising partner. Wonderful designs, not just for us, for the but world. For the world. Da, da, da. And along with Kinship Goods, this past week, which we announced on last week's episode, uh, we did a giveaway of. Um, I think it's going to be like a shirt, a mug, stickers. It's like the whole, uh, the mask, like, uh, and then you get like a, no- a non-podcast item as mm-hmm. well. For lucky recipients, you had to go to our Instagram page and follow us, as well as follow Kinship Goods Instagram page. And then on our giveaway post, you had to tag somebody who you wanted to get up into some trouble with. <laughs> That's right. And then they picked their two winners. We picked ours. And then together, and I'm only going to announce the um, Instagram handles because I don't know if it's okay to say people's first exactly, and last name. Exactly, yeah. We want to respect privacy. Also, I don't want some angry <laughs> loser of the contest to, like, target. You know how these people are protesting the election <laughs> You don't want them to be doxxed? <laughs> <laughs> for winning the kinship goods contest you know you know because like those election officials of were course getting ju- listen we're gonna ask you right now <laughs> if you didn't win this giveaway please don't dox please the don't people that go did. after the winners don't go after the winners <laughs> okay and what's gonna happen is i'll name these four handles and hillary from our collaboration partner kinship goods will dm all four of you this weekend and she will get your um, you know, your sizes and your mailing address and all of the pertinent details. I would say if their if their uh handle if their name is on there and it's not private, it's not a private account, that you can say their names. I don't know if they're a private account because they all follow us. Does that make sense? If you click on the account though, it will tell you if it's I private. Have, I I've think. clicked on these accounts and uh Probably shouldn't have done this off my. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll say the handle in the first name. Honey, that's perfect. Okay. All right. Our first winner is the Blooming Hippie. <laughs> um, I believe her name is either Tracklin or Tracelin. Looks like Tracelin. Oh, it's Tracelin. It's but congratu- Congratulations, Blooming Hippie. And Blooming Hippie selected Duckmaster Quack. <laughs> and Duckmaster Quack. <laughs> Also known as Eric. Also known as Eric. <laughs> Has also won. Congrats. And then uh, we have Joe Beth. Joe Beth Williams? <laughs> no, not Joe Beth Williams. Does she have a single streak of white in her hair? Joe Beth's handle is JB4OKC. She is apparently a councilwoman in Oklahoma City. Wow. Congratulations, Madam Councilwoman. Thank you for your service. She's well, I don't posting know if you say that to politicians. On her page, like raising awareness about homelessness in her district. Thank so, you for that. Yeah, she has a homeless alliance uh, uh, site on hers. And she 
um, tagged Marty Piercy. I guess his handle is just Marty Piercy, also known as Weapon of Crime. Weapon of Crime. <laughs> Weapon, congrats. So those are our four winners. Hillary will be reaching out to you on your DMs to find out and let you know. But thank you to everyone who also took part. Also, I'd like to thank to everyone who played. You want to thank to everyone? I want to thank to everyone, and I'd also like to thank Kinship Goods because they're being very generous with their swag. Like yes, they are. This is a, you know, I said I said that's very generous you're giving away for, and they said tis the season. True. So, um, so thank you everyone who participated. That was on our Stay of Homekins Instagram page, and you know we like to post fun things there, like reference photos about our podcast and whatnot. Yeah, whatnot. God bless us, everyone. Sorry you had to sit through all that stuff about my rant, my my savage rant. Savage takedown about uh, of Hollywood liberals. Yes, leave Tommy Wiseau alone. <laughs> the last thing he wants is attention. Do you hate Hollywood liberals? Yeah, I mean it's annoying. Here, People getting together to sing some dumb song. Here's what like, I like. You're welcome. There's like one. There's like a couple I like and a couple I don't. Mm-hmm. Can I say one I like? I would focus on the ones you like. I'm not going to say who I don't. Smart. I like Mark Ruffalo. Sure. I think he's cool. He's lovable. Absolutely. Also, can I just say, I think he's one of the best actors of our time. Yeah, he's amazing. He he's is amazing. like cuckoo. Cuckoo. He's so good. It's cuckoo. Right, cuckoo? I just think Mark Ruffalo is a, a incredible. Like Agreed. I, I feel like you're trying to bait me into an argument. It's no, I'm just saying, like, uh, do you think that I um, I am tolerant of his activism because he is so talented? Um, I don't know. I can't guess at your motivations. Oh. I'm having technical issues. <gasps> I don't know why I just got much quieter who did you or you did you or you did (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck did you turn down the volume i didn't i no i didn't but i don't know if if the button got hit this is do we need to pause and come back no we don't we're good we're good this is the worst episode we've ever done so far (laughs) (laughs) well why don't you bring something to the table here. here's here's what's unfortunate i got nothing. i figured that was the i had guys i here's what is funny is I, t- I teed him up because I was like... It was a trap. Well, I didn't... It wasn't a trap. It was a trap. I just knew... I was like Catherine Zeta-Jones uh, <laughs> slithering under the laser beams. I just knew he was going to say that. And... You knew I was going to... Yeah. This is, how, this is married life. Well we <laughs> I was like... Other. I was like, shit. This is a loss on me tonight. Oh, we have to... Here's what we can talk lots about. Loss on me. We've posted about it on Instagram and Twitter, but... Mm. In case you haven't seen that, the lighting issue has been solved. Oh, I would also like to thank our technically advanced listeners. I got a lot of help tech wise this week on online because mm-hmm. um, we resolved our twinkly lights. Everyone was, uh, which we posted about on Twitter right away. The because great twinkly imbroglio. <laughs> was because was because uh, people were like, I have to know how this ends. <laughs> Or whatever. Also, by the way, shout out to one listener who <laughs> works at Google, who I'm in an ongoing conversation with about how to, what? <laughs> how to improve our internet. He, li- he like wants me to get a standalone modem and router. And uh, 
Only, I don't know if we can. We have fiber. It's like a whole thing. We've it's got a whole thing, gang. Listen, we've got like, you know, we've got like some. I, I, I'm probably going to ask him for a job at Google after. He doesn't know that. That's interesting. Because <laughs> like that, if I were not in, uh, in the entertainment in- industry, I would be. I want to work at Google, kind of. <laughs> Is that bad? I don't know if it's bad. Why would it be bad? Well, because I also think that... Because all, all those companies are fucked up. Well, yeah. That's a, <laughs> like... Is there any person out there who doesn't think Facebook should be broken up? <sighs> because I do. Like, there's whole, like, antitrust suit that's happening is kind of fascinating, number one. But number two, like, who's for it? There's maybe, like... The only people for it are Zuck and others. Don't like, call him Zuck. <laughs> Don't humanize him. <laughs> Here's what's funny is I, I remember a couple of years ago making some after the writing was on well after the writing was on the wall about Facebook and how fucked up it was. Mm-hmm. And I made some joke about who would have guessed that the website that started judging hot girls hot or not, <laughs> hot or or not would lead to what you would end up being so nefarious or whatever. Yeah. And all these people got in my replies to defend him and also like in to what clarify. Way? Like, like what's the defense? Well, because of him? he's like this great genius, and you know, and that's not really what that website was, and blah blah blah. You know, there were men on that too, and it's like okay, that mitigates everything. Oh, okay. So as long as you're shallow toward all genders, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as you as objectify long as you're everyone on whether or not they're hot. So, in other words, equality was achieved. <laughs> that's right. And it was a utopia of hot or not. It was a, a utopia. What? It was a utopia. But if it's hot or not, then it's not an equal. There's no equality. You know what would have been funny? If uh, if the only option was to press hot. <laughs> Here's you know what it would have been funny is if um if I knew how to code during the at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but during the rise of like the tech giants or whatever, mm-hmm. I would have my website would have been hot or not, and it would have just been other dudes' websites. <laughs> and you'd swipe if the website sure. was sure ugly or pretty. That's a, honey. That's a solid burn <laughs> on those <laughs> websites. So the lights are fixed, but another tech, another. So uh, I was also struggling this week because my mom, she could not get her. Um, this is the worst because I'm not there. And I know I was like, I knew I could fix it. I knew I could fix it um, for her. Um, but like talking, I don't know. A lot of people seem to empathize with this online. They're like, yes, my parents, I even got some texts from people we know that it's like, I had this conversation with my dad. Like it took an hour just to whatever. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get her hearing aids uh, to communicate with her smartphone, which makes it even harder when I'm, you know, like FaceTiming with her and like screaming <laughs> through the thing. Like, hit the settings and hit the, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 or whatever, you know. And uh, someone suggests, had a good, had a suggestion on, on Twitter and I got it. I got her, I talked her through it and it worked. It was so triumphant. I was very happy about it. Almost that. had it to cry. Yeah. Almost had to cry. Yeah, yeah. Because now I can like just talk to her regularly when we communicate. <laughs> when we communicate. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yes. Yeah, so what about your experiences with the lights? 
I'm so happy that they're fixed. Uh, you did such a great job getting everything back on Thank track. Yeah, I was very, that was very nice. I was very grateful to you for doing it because we do love these lights, and it's great to be able to change them easily. Um, we love our Christmas. It really tree. brings so much joy to the boys and girls. What <laughs> of the neighborhood? <laughs> we assume <laughs> we are not a god. Boys, boys and, and girls, girls? Are they? we're assuming they love it. Oh, we have new neighbors across the street. Yeah. By the way. I'm convinced influencers. She's con- Janie's convinced they're influencers. Well, okay. First of all, that give house- the evidence. Give the evidence. Okay, that fucking house sat on that fucking corner for so fucking long. Can we give a little backstory to that house? Yeah. Because there was a scandal in the neighborhood one oh. night. <laughs> yeah, that four a.m. Something that like that. That was amazing. There was a gigantic bang outside. I slept through it. It I woke think, you up, right? Yeah, like I feel like I heard it and I went and looked out the door and then, but our neighbor at the time, who's no longer there, unfortunately, Rick, he knew everything. Rick, about, we miss you. Uh, he knew everything on the street. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> he, he was like our informant. <laughs> he uh, told us that a car had drunkenly driven directly into the front gate of this house. And it was like a, it's like a, it's like a concrete, uh, pony wall. Like it comes up to like, it's concrete pony wall y'all. And and then the top of the, on the top part of the concrete pony wall are like these iron spears kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Iron railing on the top. And this car just plowed. And, and the thing is like the, the walkway to this house, it's at an angle with the corner. Yeah. So you would walk, so this it was car- like this car was trying to drive up the path of this so house. So basically this car was turning left onto our street that runs perpendicular into the street they were on. And they just took the they took the turn too fast and plowed into way too fast. And then I guess she got out. They started waiting for the you know, the popo. And this is the scandal part. She got tired of waiting and just walked home. <laughs> because she, she was lives, almost home. She lives on our street. Yeah, somewhere down there, like four and doors a- down. Apparently, yeah. her family moved the car. Mm. They moved the car away from the crash site. I didn't know that part. And hid the car, yes. That's like that new Brian Cranston <laughs> drama. Where <laughs> so anyway, we tried to watch. It was so... Uh, wasn't for gory, us. Wasn't very for us. gory, very uh, viscerally. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, there's other shows. Anyway, so uh, so then they repaired the 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 gate, and then and then sadly, the woman who had lived there for many years passed away, and then the adult kids they were keeping up the house, but no one was living in it, and then yeah. they finally sold the house, and of course, flippers came a knocking. Flippers came a knocking, and we what we did was, of course, we smeared blood on the door so they wouldn't come to us. <laughs> so the flip the flippers would pass over us, and then they flipped it all to hell, <laughs> and they, you know, jacked up the, you know, they jacked it up, and I was Listen, like, it looked nice. Oh hell it yeah, decent. It definitely looked nice. It was a nice flip, but I was like. Who's going to buy this 700 square foot postage Oh, because you looked it up, right? You looked up the listing? Paul. I bookmarked the listing. Okay. I mean, me and Julie, our neighbor, 
we were like watching it. We were mm-hmm. like, what's going to happen with this? Who's going to pay that? Who will buy this newly flipped house? <laughs> I mean, it's tiny. And they, you know, and this is what they do in our, in, in, in our neighborhood is they, they cut like a, like a knife. They cut like a guest room in half and they're like, it's, <laughs> it's a three bedroom, you know, whatever. And then, uh, cause it's like, it's, you know, and anyway, it's cute, but it was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could tell. Well, cause I bookmarked the listing. That's how you could tell. So I knew what they were asking. That's right. And I was like, who's going to pay that much for that little. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then finally they put the circus tent. <laughs> fumigation breaking bad termite shawl mm. over the shawl <laughs> isn't isn't the termite tent like a shawl for the house <laughs> that'd be cute if they do like a collar with some pearls don't you think that'd be cute on the thing i guess they can make it look like a big crazy character like a SpongeBob or something, <laughs> like a scary like clown face, or well, you don't want to do that for that long. <laughs> Make it something pleasant. They they should okay. So anyway, I was like, someone's in escrow because by the pricking of my <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, who fucking shelled out mm-hmm. ha- all that fucking money for that? Right. And then um, so me and Julie like we've been walking by it like all the time. Mm-hmm. Then one day, I mean, weeks, like in any time someone drove up and I'd look out the window, I would text, I was like, a Tesla just parked in front. <laughs> and I, I was like, there, so I was like, could it be like the realtor? Yeah, Elon Musk? <laughs> Is Elon Musk going to be our new neighbor? Are we going to get to go to Mars? You think he would live in a 700 square foot house with no backyard? Hey man, he's a crazy genius. <laughs> So anyway, so finally the <laughs> truck is there. This is like two weeks ago. Maybe even longer ago. That truck, that feels like a million years ago that truck was there. Well, two weeks, million years, whatever. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm texting them, y'all, a tra- <laughs> there is a truck. And then I look out and there's like a middle-aged woman, like maybe a mom, Gross. but then like two millennials like a, a a boy and a girl maybe they're siblings maybe they're a couple i don't know but millennials and i'm thinking <laughs> that's all i know they're millennials and i'm like is it a single is it a is it like a divorcee mm-hmm. and these are her grown kids and they're going to help her move in but the guy was shirtless and on the phone in the yard the whole time. Disgusting. And I was just like, I was losing my mind about it. Like, I took a picture <laughs> through the window and I sent it to Julie. And I was like, what the fuck is this person with no shirt? Is that his mom? And he's just like standing. I like, I don't, I don't know what's happening with this person with no shirt on standing out in the, in the yard on the phone. Like... You know, it's his living room. I was going to stick his hand down his pants. Next. 
The am next, I gonna, the next living room, the next thing in the living room chain. Am I gonna walk by and he's gonna be like, "Hey, give me a beer." <laughs> that would be odd. Give me a beer. I'm in my living room. <laughs> You're in my living room now. So then I didn't see anything happening for like days, and then the other night when we walk by, every light in the house was on. Like, I didn't see any movement inside. There were no window coverings. This is a corner house. Yeah. And so every light was on. a lot of exposure, on. yeah. I mean, I'm talking overhead light. Now we could see there was a bedroom There's, that had a bed, a made bed. There was stuff hanging in the closet. in the closet. Well, I'm convinced it's an influencer home. Now, wha- guy, I want you to walk me guy, through. Yes. The guy with no shirt. Right. Influencer giveaway number one. The fluorescent lighting. And you think that's because they're... Because you're on camera all the time. Right. Like, when you watch reality shows, they're always, like, in... If you notice when they go into, like, romantic restaurants, it's fucking fluorescent. Right. But that's that's a reality show, not necessarily an influencer. But YouTubers have live feeds and stuff. Right. And TikTok. And you think that they they would light their entire house like that. Well, they're just, like, walking around doing stuff. Right. They might have cameras set up. In the corners, like like it's not like they're holding a selfie camera. I'm saying they have cameras like showing. But them. do influencers do that? Well, yeah. Doesn't that guy that you know he used to be a stand-up? Jason. Oh, Jason Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our old friend Jason Nash. He he he. I think he's like a YouTube uh, star. He he is. He has a substantial YouTube following. Yes. Uh, and I think that uh, I'm not sure. Someone told me that like. It's just like a live feed of his house and his him and his girlfriend. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I guess I think of influencer like I that just makes me think of Instagram. You know what I mean? It just makes me think of people taking pictures. I guess pictures I should have said like a YouTube star, like right. a TikTok star, or like a Snapchat whatever. Whatever the stars are uh, now. The Periscope star. <laughs> but then Julie texted me. This guy is, he's a Voxer superstar. <laughs> Julie texted me right before. Mm-hmm. And she said, update on the corner house. Right before we started recording. Yes. Yes. No, I know. I'm telling the people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get exasperated with me. <laughs> yes, idiot. I'm gonna on our break when we play our ads. I'm gonna run cold water over you. What if we never come back? I want to. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna stick in the shower. I'm turning. What if it's? What if it's? We take a break. Two ads. I'm gonna run cold water over you, and I'm gonna walk you on the block. What? And then then I'm gonna make Jeremy Strong. (laughs) Make a shot of espresso, and I'm gonna make you chug it. And then when we're gonna come back for Act Two, you're gonna be the star of the show. Father, let this cup pass. And then my I'm going to make you stand. I'm going to make you stand in front of the mirror and take a pill and look at yourself and say it's showtime. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> all that you jazz know reference. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's what I'm going to do on the. Was break. I the person that showed you all that jazz? Have you never seen it before? No, I seen. No, I thought. Uh, I thought it was. Yeah, who had never seen it? Didn't we watch, Did we watch it, with- it with someone? I remember. Was this last year? What is time? We gave it to the Sweeney's. What is time? We gave it to the Sweeney's, right? 
We gave it to the Sweeney's or they gave it to us, didn't they? No, I because I had a copy. <laughs> I, remember the I had a copy and I gave it to someone <laughs> and then I had to buy another copy. <laughs> mm, I can't remember. I think I sent one to the Sweeney's. But For I, sure the Sweeney's had seen it, though. Because, like, Cynthia's like a Broadway I, show. Look, I know, but things fall through the cracks. Folks, if you think the Sweeney's had seen all that jazz, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Text one for yes and two for no. No way the Sweeney's hadn't seen it. We'll have to ask them. Should I ask them right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't, uh, you know what? I don't even know how he to phrase know. the question. He can't even do it. I can't make he my brain figure out how to phrase it. He can't do it. He's going to. Did you see before? Did, when did you see all that jazz? Did we tell you about it or did you know already? <laughs> By the way, can I? All I can say about this episode so far is four people won our giveaway. It's the true. rest, I'm sorry about. I tell you what. The rest, I'm sorry we're about. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll, we'll continue with the update on the potential influencer situation. Julie. You didn't, because Julie texted you right before yeah, we started recording. <laughs> yeah. We will reveal Julie's text <laughs> after the break. <laughs> Thanks once again to Usual Wines for sponsoring our podcast. Usual Wines, the wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour, a nice heavy pour, or about a glass and a half of wine. This is perfect. You don't want to open uh, a bottle of wine and then have to end up dumping it down the sink. Let's say you live alone and you're not going to be going through a, an entire bottle of wine in a, in a night or a week or whatever. This is perfect for you. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, usual is always fresh, no more flat bubbly or stale rosé, the two worst things that there are. The wines are low-carb, have zero grams of sugar. They don't have sugar because of the fermentation process. All usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that's left over? Delicious, clean wine. The usual has a red blend of rosé and a sparkling white called Brut, and they also have a limited production Brut Rosé. Usual Wines also is coming out with a special holiday product that's out there now. Usual Reserve. It is an ultra-premium limited edition Mount Viter Cabernet Sauvignon. Their most special wine yet, just in time for the holidays. Hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in all of Napa, this Cab Sav is concentrated and rich with just enough grip. Gift it to someone special or keep it all for yourself. The holidays, as usual, with a capital U. That's their name. Go check out Usual's website at usualwines.com and use our discount code HOMEKINS for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Hey, we are brought to you this week by Magic Spoon. Cereal. Do you remember cereal when you were a kid? You wanted those sugary cereals. You were like, give it to me. And then you became a, an adult. You put away childish things, as scripture tells us. Well, guess what? You're an adult now. You can do whatever you want. And that means eating fun cereal. And if I got the cereal for you, it's a cereal that you can eat guilt-free. It's called Magic Spoon. It's got zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. They got four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. And it's delicious. You won't believe that you're eating a sugary cereal that's not a disgusting little kid cereal. <laughs> You'll think it's like you're sitting 
crisscross applesauce in front of your Saturday morning cartoons, having a great time. Go to magicspoon.com slash homekins and grab a variety pack and try it today. You will not be sorry. Be sure to use our promo code homekins, H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S at checkout, and you get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. They're not going to try to crawl around inside your brain, figure out what's wrong with you. That is magicspoon.com slash homekins. Okay. Previously I- on Stay at Homekins. <laughs> I showered him. I walked him around the block. <laughs> it didn't work. I did a shot of espresso. I made him chug it. Then I made him look in the mirror, take a pill, stare into it, and say it's showtime. So he's ready to go. Yeah, I'm smoking my eighth cigarette <laughs> last half hour. <laughs> so you'll it'll be a noticeable change in tone. <laughs> you sure will. <laughs> so you have your suspicion that influencers have infiltrated our neighborhood. So I can I say so Julie texts. And she's like, update on the corner house. And I'm like, girl, spill the tea. <laughs> and she says, she knows, she said, I think you're right. It could be an influencer. And I said, okay. And now, am I allowed to say the person's first name? I would say the equivalent of that first name, just to be on the safe side. Got it. I got yes. it. I got it. I got yeah. it. She's like, I ha- she was standing in the yard. And she's young. Influencer proof number one. <laughs> and she was screaming at the guy, her life story, from the guy from Michigan across the street. So Influencer she, indicator number two. <laughs> so Julie said, I already know everything. Her name is McAllister. <laughs> Another reason. That is a very good equivalent. Of what you I told have to you know it was. That. You have yes. to know that, dear listener. And then that was evidence number two that she's an influencer. I thought number three. Oh, because you said yelling at the Michigan guy. Ye- okay. Yelling her life story at this oh, stranger. Oh, okay, so number three, number three. And then number four, she was in a pristine white bathrobe at two o'clock in the afternoon. Are we talking like a Turkish sort of Turkish spa? Yeah, yeah. Kind of bathrobe? Yeah. So, influencer evidence. Oh, and then the fifth and final clue that she she's new to L.A. and she works out of her garage. So, she could be an influencer or a, a mechanic. mechanic. <laughs> I restore vintage cars. I would say if you work out of your garage... Um, like maybe she's like an Etsy cell. Like maybe she, you know, she sets up like, uh, I can't wait till I meet this person when the pandemic's over. And I'm like, y'all, everything we thought was totally wrong. Here's the thing. We never met the people that lived there before. Well, that woman who lived there for many years and, you know, I'd wave to her or whatnot. Um, we don't really talk to people. That's our fault. No, that's our fault. We've. Look, we... We're friendly, y'all. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But we moved... This is our first time being homeowners. And we're, on, we're in this very neighborhoody neighborhood. 
which we haven't <laughs> lived in in Los Angeles. We haven't lived in a place like this before, well, where maybe like you, those feel is a little bit. Yeah, but there's still like it, the the turnover is so high. Like here, we're seeing the same people again and again. Yeah, as opposed to people would move in and out. There were a lot of apartment buildings. You know, we're in a little residential street, and. We know our neighbors. Well, we know some of our neighbors from before living here, too. Some yes. Friends. Yeah. I, I don't count that because we did already we knew, know them. knew them. Yes. And they also got here after we did. But we know our neighbors to the immediate uh, left of us. Yeah. Uh, and that's it, really. They're, they're the people we've talked to the most at the, mo- at the greatest length. Uh, I think we've talked to both sides pretty good. Not anymore. Not since Rick moved away. Oh, you mean those downstairs people? That downstairs apartment? Oh, yeah. Apartment? I forgot about the upstairs people. The upstairs people. Well, I talked to her upstairs. Yes, it's true. Her, we, we cannot reveal Well, she name. told me more about the street. She might have maybe replaced Rick because... She took over his post. <laughs> she wasn't as good as Rick. Rick had... Which is weird because he was on the ground floor. <laughs> you think she would, with the vantage point, she'd be able to see more. Well, but Rick worked in real estate, and I think he had a knack for knowing. Mm-hmm. We're still Facebook friends, by the way. That's true. <laughs> every, he tweets at me every once in a while. He, he does? responds to one of my tweets. Yeah, it always I didn't makes know me he smile. was on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. He's there. I love him. He's he had great. this like French bulldog. Oh, she was great. What was her name? I can't remember her name. It wasn't Lucy, was it? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. I saw a bulldog. I sent you a picture. I did an interview oh with somebody God, today. Oh, my God. That bulldog was awesome. Who had a bulldog named Lucy. And I'd never seen this. A black and white bulldog. That bulldog was so grumpy. I wanted to kill somebody. Amazing face. Amazing face. Bulldog. I, in English bulldogs are my favorite dogs. They're hilarious. They look like old men. And it makes me laugh. Yeah. He also <laughs> said he had a Great Dane, which we did not get to see. Oh, that sucks. I love Great Danes. I they're pretty them. good apartment dogs, I heard, because they're low energy. They don't need a lot of. Um, yes, because they're their they're, hearts are too big. You can't overstress yes, the heart. They have to take it easy, like us. They, <laughs> but here's what I like about Great Danes: they are the only other species like us that realizes they have a finite amount of time on this earth. <laughs> Great Danes are like, I'm not going to go running around. It could kill me. <laughs> Look, I know I'm not going to live long. I'm too big. <laughs> So, so last night I wanted to watch Southern Charm with Paul. So, okay. So, so last night I wanted to watch Southern Charm with Paul and I was like, oh my God, we, we had actually a nice day where we were relaxed by the end of the day. I had a couple things that got canceled. Yeah. And I had gotten all my stuff done. Wow. This is great. We, we had like a leisurely day. I fixed my mom's hearing aids, which made me so fucking happy. We were doing things at a nice pace where it wasn't it didn't feel frantic <laughs> and then at five o'clock it starts getting dark and i'm like oh i'm done for the day and this then paul starts playing like this really nice jazzy christmas music and then we have a fire going I think I made, we're in pajamas what was our dinner who cares <laughs> can't remember what i made for dinner last night <laughs> i can't either anyway we were and we I, just did like leftovers Oh yeah, that made we me happy. You know what? Yeah. That made me so happy because yeah. I didn't have to like dirty up pots and pans. Also, and... you just love leftovers. If people don't know it already, Jamie's <laughs> yeah. favorite food is leftovers. Leftovers rock. If we go out I to think a I've restaurant, talked about this before, you've probably talked about on it on here. But it's like she will eat anything that she ate at a restaurant the night before for breakfast. Uh, Paul, you're not describing unusual behavior. 
Okay. You're describing human behavior? I'm saying that there's people out there like you. <laughs> I know they're out there. I put on my Cerebro helmet. <laughs> are you saying that or are you saying like we're such a rarity? Like a rare bird, like a rare, like a... Isn't that nice like to be? Like, like the yellow cardinal <laughs> that everyone went crazy for recently? So, and I'm the, like... The, the, the tanager in New York? <laughs> so we meet up... Very up on birds in the In the living room. And I'm like, this is... <laughs> meet up. This is awesome, y'all. I was like, I was like... Oh my god! Let's watch Southern Charm, and then let's watch that documentary we want to watch about that we talked we talked about watching, and then <laughs> and then I get there, a text comes through on my phone, and then all of a sudden, let me tell this is where <laughs> let me tell my experience <laughs> okay, of it. Yes, please. So I see this text. It is my my friend and collaborator Nicole Parker, and I see the little text window that comes up that says, "Sorry, I can't find the cord." To my headphones. And I think, oh, she wants me to help her with some like tech thing or whatever. And then I open up the thread. Because I would have been like wrong window. Yeah. And it's it's a thread uh, that is about this show that we're supposed to be doing in five <laughs> so minutes. Like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like in two minutes. I, now, here's the thing. Since this, since we've been in this situation, my day really ends at... Six o'clock. Like even the, all all these shows I'm doing, they're usually at five p.m. at the latest, and then I'm done. And so there's a there's now a thing in me, especially now that the the seasons have changed. When it's dark, the day is it over. Feels tiring, yeah. And so to get this text that reminded me that it is six forty two, and I have a show that's supposed to happen at six forty five, so I had to scramble. Get everything together Paul's, and go out Paul to my stand, office. Stands up and he goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I was like, "What? What now? <laughs> what now?" <laughs> Look, I'm addicted to drama. Here's what everyone knows: <laughs> I'm a messy bitch, and I love drama. Is that your real housewife? I forget what mine was. What was it? If I looked down at my nose at you, <laughs> you were ju- I thought you were judgmental or something. Wasn't it something about being judgmental? Yeah. Ju- <laughs> something about look. Yeah. Like I was having my weekend water, and you were judging people or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, this is all very apropos because I wanted to watch the Bravo show Southern Charm, and then he goes, "Oh shit, I have, I forgot. I'm supposed to be on this podcast." And I was like, "When?" And he was said. <laughs> 6.45, and I looked at the clock, and it was 6.43, and I said, that's in two minutes. And you're like, I know, bitch. <laughs> I did not say that. Fun's fun, but I want people to know I did not say that. You said, yeah. Or you're like, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like this right that's now. Why, you're like, yeah. And then he ran what out. I said, oh, is it? <laughs> and then he vanished into mm-hmm. thin air. He just vanished. It's true. I was gone. And then I was like, oh, I am can't watch Southern Charm without Paul. Can't do it. Can't be done. So I was like, I'll just watch some of my stories. <laughs> you know, because I have, we have like our separate stories. Mm-hmm. You know, he likes the more whatever ones and I like the more <laughs> whatever ones. 
<laughs> Same as everybody else. <laughs> I was just saying he this likes to someone the today. One with you the like, baby you like anything with real murders. <laughs> and you don't like anything with even a hint of something that could not already happen <laughs> on Earth right now. That's not true. I watched all of Battlestar Galactica that's that one, one time. I know that's the one exception you made when and we lived when, in New York. And when you're watching your baby Yoda stuff, when the child comes on, I yes. really enjoy. Honey, his name is Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm not so much. For we the, do we do look at baby Yoda together like he is our he's ne- so nephew or something like. Great. Look at him. He's so great. He's really great. Um. Which we talked about because remember the baby Jar Jar. And then we found out there was a baby Jar Jar. But people sent us pictures about baby Jar Jar. And I'm sorry it was underwhelming. Hey, I have no idea. It was underwhelming. I have no recollection of baby Jar Jar talk at all. Let's not get sidetracked. Uh, so anyway, so I was like, I'll watch one of my trash stories. So I turn on. I'll watch a, some different garbage. <laughs> I turn on a teacher, <laughs> which we talked about on here before. And I was like excited because in the middle of the week. So I'm excited. And this friend of mine, he watched a teacher during the week and at, and out of nowhere texted and said, Ugh. and my friend's a TV writer. So I'm not going to go tell and tales out of school, but he does watch a lot of TV. Like this is a blind item. <laughs> Ugh, have you seen that show a teacher oh my god he was like did not and i was like what do you mean i'm watching that show and he was like well i'm going to return to this other show i'm binging and i was like okay so then the new t- 60 minutes <laughs> and then the i love leslie stall <laughs> so then the new a teacher uh, also, he kept saying, like, why is it called a teacher? <laughs> like, why is it called a teacher? It's based on a book. <laughs> it's based on a book. Because I think I think the idea is, and I didn't read the book, that it's like this generic story that has become common now sure. of a teacher, <laughs> uh, you know, crossing boundaries. The with- title is now very funny to me. <laughs> I didn't really think much about it before. There's so much about it that's funny. A teacher. There's so much about it. Not even the teacher. That's what I'm saying. It's a, that's a what teacher. I think the idea is that it's like it's become this common. And honestly, I'm probably. Why isn't it called a student? Because she's the one that does all the shit. And let me just say this. <laughs> I honestly. I when I started watching that show, I was like, "This is such garbage!" Like I was literally—I know I've talked about this on the show, before, but like I was like, "This is such trash!" I will be watching every episode of this <laughs> because it's so uncomfortable making because it's about this teacher, a, a teacher, teacher <laughs> that crosses these boundaries. But I think I even said this before that they put up like if you or someone you know is yeah. having difficult quote unquote difficulties whatever that means go to a website (laughs) google about it or whatever and i'm like come on guys (laughs) if this trash reminds you of your own life first of all sorry so i so i was like getting all up into a teacher last night and i so then i text my friend and i was like hey are y'all caught up with a teacher because i'm about to watch the seventh 
episode and we have to like, and he was like, ugh, ugh, no, are, are you kidding? I would not watch that trash or whatever. And, and I was like, but you have to watch it because it's so crazy. It's so crazy that I want to talk to you about it. Like I want to, you know, mm. and, and he, was, <laughs> he said, that kid. <laughs> this made me laugh, like cackle out loud in the after Paul vanished into thin air like a magician. He said, "That kid is an eighth year senior <laughs> in, in the show." And then I was like, "That is so funny." And I said, "But you missed this important scene that we obviously acted on on a previous episode where she tell <laughs> she begs the child not to tell anyone." That she has had sex with him, and then she tells the teacher after like one her co her co teacher or whatever after yeah, wondering as if as if it's hot goss that the her friend is going to think is cool. a fun <laughs> naughty secret. And then the friend says that's the monumental abuse of power. <laughs> so I'm describing this to my friend, and he says that's a monumental abuse of power. You're sleeping with someone 18 months younger than you. <laughs> And he was just like going off on. Anyway, that was my whole story about a teacher. But then this was gonna, this is coming around because I'm gonna make a recommendation. Oh shit! Okay. So, Paul's gone. I need some television because I cannot be a productive human. You've burned through a teacher. I've burned through a teacher. I'm already caught up. We still have our Sundance app. App sub. Description that we put together for the bureau. Yes, we put it together. <laughs> we assembled this uh, Sundance subscription for the bureau. Because here's the thing: after we finished the bureau, I started watching all these shows on Sundance. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of true crime on there. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a true crime widower. <laughs> so I watched this whole series about the Preppy murderer. Like I'm telling, like I've gone through the whole. But now you must know everything about that case, right? You've seen other. What was the guy's name? Was that Ted Bundy? No. Ted. Yeah. What was about? He the, was he the Preppy murderer? No. Who was the Preppy murderer? I don't remember his name, but he was the guy at Dorian's Red Hand. See, here's the yes. thing. Yes, because you, don't you know his name? I. I can't remember his name, but you see, I my first New York apartment was literally around the corner from Dorian's Red Hand. Yes, and my friend Nicole was like, "Oh my God, you live right next to Dorian's Red Hand?" Because I wait, I watched a different thing with you about that guy. What is left to know about the case? I don't think you watched a different thing with me. I think you watched the thing I'm referring to. That you watched the other night? No, I'm saying why I've kept the Sundance. You're all over the place. <laughs> Y'all, you know it's bad when Paul can't follow my train of thought. That is not good. I was saying I hung on to the subscription. Okay. Because of the true, true crime. crime. Yes. There was also this rich Canadian who was accused of killing his father. That was so now, very you, Now you're just going down memory lane with the Sundance <laughs> app and the shows you've watched. Now I understand. Now I thought you were referring to something <laughs> that you watched. I thought you had logically moved forward no. into what you watch next rather I'm about, than I'm about to doing like a in memoriam montage of the shows you watched before <laughs> listen i feel like i'm juggling over here <laughs> what 
I'm very engaged. You're the comedian. I've... <laughs> well, here's the deal. I am getting to what I watched last okay. night, and it's related to the teacher. Okay. A teacher. Oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> it should be Is a it teacher. A teacher or a teacher? A teacher. I think it's a teacher. A teacher. Yeah. A teacher. A teacher. Also, by the way, I don't understand where I'm landing, where the teacher, uh, t- <laughs> where the a teacher, where the a teacher is landing. We should call it the a teacher. Where is the a teacher landing? Because um, I don't know yet. Now, the last I'm going to get to the end. The last episode we watched together. Yeah. I thought was the last episode of the series. Because it seemed very it, obvious. It was that it more was. like you wished it was the last episode. It just made sense. It was like, oh, okay, and then she turned she walked in. into the police. I'm yeah. spoiling a, the a teacher. Yeah, sorry guys. Guess what? It's pre spoiled. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> also, I don't think anyone's watching. Sorry to spoil these eggshells. There used to be eggs in them. Three listeners are watching it because they were like, "Yeah, watch that shit." All right. <laughs> so, so then I like stumble into my beloved Sundance app. <laughs> And You're home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for anyone listening to this episode. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, there's this brand new episode, brand new series, with starring Julia Ormond, mm. and y'all, this shit is fucking gold. <laughs> it's called Gold Digger. And here's the premise. I'm not giving anything away because I've only seen one episode. It all happens in the pilot. Mm -hmm. Julia Ormond is like this hot 59-year-old. And like she's turning 60. And like her her fucking life is like whatever. And she meets this younger man at the museum. On her 60th birthday. And. Is this show called A 59 Year Old? (laughs) Gold Digger. A 59 Year Old. And then. I won't tell you anymore else. This sounds very. Am I allowed to tell you anymore else? Because it tells you in the paragraph. That she becomes involved with this younger man. Okay. Yeah, that's fine to say. Also, this show is called Gold. Yeah, it's just called Gold Digger. <laughs> it's just called Gold Digger. On the topic of the Bureau. <laughs> I'm saying really quick, though. Mm-hmm. Gold Digger wishes it was a teacher. What? Wait, is it good? No, I'm turning it around. I said it incorrectly. The a teacher. The a teacher wishes it was <laughs> that Gold Digger. Yes, thank you. The a teacher fucking wishes. It was Gold Digger. In your dreams, the teacher. That's what I'm saying, the teacher, because like they're all like, oh, it's a younger and, a, and an older. It's a younger and an older. And it's <laughs> and there's like, you know, sexual politics and mm, consent. And, mm-hmm. The social mores. And then fucking Julia Armand walks on and she's like, bitch, let me show y'all how it's fucking done. Take a seat, the teacher. Yes, uh, that's my point. You know, Speaking I, of the bureau. Saw, I saw her on an airplane one time. Stop it. Stop it. And I did not recognize her at first. She looked immediately familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought she was just like this 
extremely cool person. Like I thought, I like, can't this, even breathe right now because I feel like being in the presence of Julia Ormond. It was like, wild. I was looking. I was. It's like too I much. Was, like sneaking little glances at her. I'm like. Why is she so hot? The coolest fucking lady. Fucking cool, right? She's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I think I saw her full face, and I was like, oh, I know who that is. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. Stop it. Do you remember? That's so cool. I don't know if we ever talked about it on this show, but that couple we were next to. We did talk about it on the show. We did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they still pop into my head. The gorgeous couple with the gorgeous. We talked. The gorgeous, like, Mediterranean couple. They were obviously rich like as Middle shit. Eastern. Maybe Middle Eastern. Indeterminate. We couldn't we couldn't be sure. Oh, I had weird Oh, I'm not gonna talk about that. They just they were they just looked like they were models. gorgeous. They were models. gorgeous people. And they, they didn't had, look like models, but they could have been mo- scouted by models. That's my point. They didn't look like they no, were professional they models. They weren't they were they, they looked were, like they were real they looked like a, a mall Clooney. <laughs> yes, they were like real life. They look like a mall real clinic. life attractive people, not like weird plasticky model people. No, no shade against models. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, they look like they had like smart, uh, like maybe like one was like a, a professor ran a corporation. It's yeah, not, like, he had like a beautiful turtleneck sweater, and uh, and like he looked like Omar it. Sharif. Yeah, we like, talked all about this. I on think that. about them every so often. They pop into my mind, and they had this brand new baby when you that see, they were in love with, yes. and they just held the baby and smiled and laughed the whole this time. Is a, I think we, yeah, I wish we had a picture of them. That'd I know, I'm, I know. We, I'm acknowledging that we've talked. We've probably talked about them before. I just want to revisit them. That's all. <laughs> what I mean by like them being models, they're like what I mean is like. If I ran a modeling agency and I had to scout <laughs> models, I'd be like, mm, I bet those people are rich and have like smart jobs, but I'm going to ask them if they'll be a model anyway. But they here's the, here's the, here's the difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? They look like adults. That's the thing is that they didn't look like, you know, they were in their 20s in a magazine. They looked no. like grownups and they were hot as hell. Yeah. they. I'm telling you, it was like a mall Clooney and young Omar Sharif and their yeah. like perfect child. Maybe it was them. They time travel technology i don't know what if that what if when time travel technology exists it's just hot people from different eras hooking up with each other who's the most beautiful celebrity you've seen in person oh wow dang that's a good question not Julia Ormond. You just described how amazing looking she was. No, she was, but I'm well. But I'm trying to think because I've look. I've seen a fair amount of celebrities in person. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I went to my first and only Doctor Who convention. Uh huh. And this, where was that? That was in Philadelphia. Uh, like at the convention center? Kind no, of? no, no. It was smaller than that. Okay. And the um. There was an actress there who played a character called Leela on Doctor Who. And I got an autograph from her. I, like, bought a headshot and went up and got it. It's hanging in my office. What? You don't remember? Do you remember the actress's name? Louise Jameson. Oh, is she British? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I went up and I got to the head of the line. And her eyes were insanely blue. Like really? the bluest eyes I'd ever seen. Really? Absolutely. And I I will never forget that image. That's amazing. Yeah. I was so struck by her. 
I mean, I loved her anyway, you know, from the show. And I was a well, you, you already know, like pre in a you were like a teenager. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So you were like ready to love. I was ready to love. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to love. Um, God, who else? I mean, it's wild when you see people like that. Oh, Sidney Poitier. When did you meet Sidney Poitier? I never met him, but I saw him at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm. I was there. I was having lunch with someone else. Not him. (laughs) And across the patio, we were outside, and across the patio... He walked in and was talking to a table of people that he knew. Mm-hmm. And it was like seeing somebody from mythology. Right. It was so exciting. Right. It was and he looked like a he looked like a god. That's amazing. It was wild. Wild. That might be the most attractive person I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Like I don't know, it's hard because it's like you know, he's famous. When pe- these people are famous, that's, that's part of I the thing. It. That's yeah. part of the gravity of it. Sure. But he, that was, but he's also like a legendary person who still looked awesome. You know, yeah. that, that was, that's probably my answer. <laughs> Who's yours? Okay. One, I went to see, um, so my friend, Joel Spence, who we talked about on the, shout out to Joel. Sorry, Joel. It's not you. Uh, sorry, Joel. You're not the most attractive celebrity <laughs> we've ever seen. By the way, Joel and I, all, all we do all day is send one another texts about how ugly and fat the other person is. <laughs> Has Joel ever listened to the show? Do you know? He might have listened to the Joel Spence episode. I'll have to mention that he's shouted out in this <laughs> again. Uh, don't, don't tell him. Nobody tell Joel that we talk about He was understudying the show at the Geffen, the underpants. It was like Steve Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like the night he's going on. So I was like, I'm going to drive all the way to the west side. I'm going to see Joel and da 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 And at the intermission, I was lining up to get like, you know, a candy bar or whatever. And um, this woman turned around in front of me. And I could not believe like the energy coming off. Like her skin was like. Almost like it was lit from underneath her skin. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like what I if you said that right in her face. I felt it. <laughs> I felt I felt I felt oh my god. Oh my god. Why are you Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's got like that thing. That is not just like the physical beauty because yeah. like she was she's like middle aged. I mean, she at, by that point she was mm-hmm. and she still had this like magnetism mm-hmm. that it was like not even sexual. It was like it's a luminosity. It was a lumina. It was like vivacity or something. I don't know mm-hmm. what you call it, but like it was so like arresting yeah. in that moment. And of course, I was just like, "Oh my god, Michelle Pfeiffer is there! <laughs> what is so cool?" You know? Because <laughs> then I went like back to being like, "Oh my god, I just saw Michelle Pfeiffer." Wait, did Joel get to go on that night? Yeah, that's why I was there. Oh, nice! How do you do? Be honest. He did great. Joel's very funny. <laughs> Joel jo- is very funny. Joel's a very, very good actor. <laughs> we know he's got an album out with uh, Will Hines. Oh, is it? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, out. they they put an album out together under the name Wayne and Rodney. I forget what the name of the album is, but that's the name of the act. That's right. And they yeah. have an Instagram. That's how you can find it. When yeah, you're yeah. Rodney. 
Yeah, Joel does a lot of things. Joel does a lot. Don't worry about Joel because Joel ain't worried about you. <laughs> All right, we should wrap it up. Did you have recommendations? Or did you Duh, do you Gold Digger. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to recommend? <laughs> I want to recommend that Shovels and Rope album that we've been listening to so much. Oh, yeah, the new one. Yeah, it's still, here's what we're listening to right now is Christmas music and also that Shovels and Rope album. What is it called again? Uh, <laughs> Can you look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. Keep vamping. What else are we listening but to? But they're they're a great band. Are they from South Carolina? I know they're based in Charleston, I think. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I mean I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. They're a husband and wife duo. They are great. We've we've liked them for well, a long time. What is so time. funny though is that like uh I had forgotten they'd done that covers album and I saw like Rhett Miller was on there. Yeah. Because Paul's done a lot with Rhett. Yes, I've known Rhett for a long time since old Largo days. We've known I've known Rhett Miller since the nineteen nineties. Can you imagine? <laughs> I love watching Rhett perform. Oh, he's amazing. He's like awesome. Rhett Miller is is a an absolutely amazing performer. Energy. The energy is insane. Uh, he's been doing a lot of uh, live shows online during quarantine through Stage It. What I like about Rhett too is that he's a sweet guy. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's like a Texas guy, you know. He's just a Texas guy. We le- Okay, so we grew been up le- a nerd, became a rock and roller. <laughs> so um, By Blood is the name of it. And we listen to the deluxe edition a lot because they have these acoustic versions at yeah. the end. That we- it's, it's such a great album. It's a really and, good album. Yeah, they're terrific. Sh- Shovels and Rope. Uh, the latest is By Blood, but check them out. Uh, they got a bunch of stuff out. I, so I guess I'm going to say Gold Digger. Sure. Why not? And that's it. That's all I got. Because I, because podcast wise, I'm just sort of hopping around. I Did you hear a noise? No, I didn't hear a noise. But because of the, the these frosted glass windows, sometimes things move by on the street, and it looks like they're right at our doorstep, but they're not. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> because it shadows. How fun! It's the spooky season, everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you for listening, all of you. We really appreciate it. Congratulations to our Kinship Good. Uh, the winners. Stay of Home Kinship Good. You'll be hearing from Kinship, kinship Goods, Goods very soon. Thanks um, for playing, everyone. And also. Yeah, thank you. Uh, essential workers are busting their balls. Here's what I see in the news every day people who are saying they don't have enough. PPE to do their jobs. They, you know, that they're burned out, that they're understaffed, that they're this. And I saw this news story today about this doctor who was fired because he tweeted actual numbers of the of the virus. Like, be, you know, be conscientious about like your postal workers and, yeah. you know, everyone's trying to do the best they can right now. It's all going to be okay. This is really fucking hard. I, I don't know where everyone else is at. Uh, mentally, but it's been hard. It sucks. It's tough, man. <laughs> it's real tough. And you and know. and we're and we've been lucky enough to be able to pivot to a work from home, yeah, situation. So and we, we know that have, a lot of people do anything. not have that luxury. And you know, we're we we hear you and we feel you, and and we are keeping a good thought for you. And hopefully, this will. You know, be a, a memory uh, at some point in the Sooner near future. Sooner than later. Yeah. 
soon. I just but saw right there, before everybody. we started, they said they um, they gave emergency use authorization to the new Pfizer vaccine here in America. Hmm. So some frontline workers are going to be able to get that vaccine. Man, I hope so. Pretty I, soon, I, I hope, you know. I hope this is all. I hope this is the beginning of the end for this stuff. But hang in there, everybody. Oh, we love hard. you. We're Chris. We're Christmas. Christmas can be challenging too. So so challenging. It's cuckoo, cuckoo is right. cuckoo's crying. Oh, I oh, see. Oh, 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 <laughs> cuckoo's crying. Cuckoo's crying. All right, everybody. Follow Thank you for listening. Follow Twitter. us on Stay of Homekins at Stay of Homekins on Twitter and Instagram. Stay of Homekins at gmail.com. If you want to write to us, we really appreciate it. Um, we are glad that you're out there while we're in here. And um, I guess we're still doing this thing. So. I guess we're still doing this. And I'm this. sorry if this was the worst one, but we're here. I think it turned out okay. I don't know. You said it was bad at the beginning, and it that's felt, all I can it, think it about. It felt bad at the beginning. I'm an, <laughs> I'm an influencer. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. McKinley, so, I'm coming over there. Until then. McCuckoo. McCavity. <laughs> until we see you next week, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay sane and stay home.